0: Most don't know why we should wear jewelry, and once they understand the why to it, it connects the love of the jewelry to the know-how of the jewelry. Welcome to The Chic Space, a podcast by Premier Designs, where you hear stories from our jewelers about Premier's purpose of enriching life and training tips on how you can build your business.
1: For this episode, your host is Mandy Eaton, Director of Marketing Services. Today, our special guest on The Chic Space is Lana Prevett, who has been building her business for over 12 years. Lana is a powerhouse when it comes to sharing and selling our jewelry, and she has already achieved the $50,000 retail club, the Sponsor 5 Club, and the 1,000 jewelry show club. She's a busy mom on the go, and she and her husband, Lacey, live in California and have two wonderful daughters. Lana, we're so excited to get to chat with you today.
0: I'm excited to be here. Thanks for inviting me.
1: Awesome. Well, it's going to be really fun. Would you just dive right on in and tell us a little bit about yourself, so those that don't know you can get to know you.
0: Yes. Um, well, I've, like you said, been in Premiere almost thirteen years. I started Premiere because I wanted to be able to stay at home and also wanted to be my own boss. So uh, at the time, we had my daughter, my oldest, was two and really what appealed most to me was making my own schedule and being my own boss so 13 years later here i am i've had another child we've moved across country and premiere has always been a constant and never let me down so uh, some fun stuff we like to do of course because we live in california go to the beach you know hang out with our friends um, but we love Premiere for what it's done for our family. It's given me the gift of time with my kids. I haven't missed anything. I'm always able to go to school, pick up for tennis practice, drive the tennis team to the games. So it's really allowed us to have a lot
1: of freedom during these years we've been with them. Awesome. I imagine, especially with their schedules and sports and different things, it's been nice to have that flexibility.
0: Always, yes. And you can you know, drop at the moment. You know, and do what you need to do uh, with your kids. But also, you know, I was a nurse before I was a jeweler. And, you know, that was a stressful job. But what I love most, (laughs) I couldn't do with my nursing is, you know what, if I needed extra money in the month, I couldn't go to my nurse manager and be like, you know what, I'm going to need an extra $200 this month. Could you just tack that on uh, to the paycheck? That didn't happen. But with my business, I can control our finances that way, too. If I know we have something coming up, guess what? I just add an extra show. So, you know, freedom and flexibility is something Premiere can offer anybody, no matter what your job is. You know, with a full-time job or if this is something you want to do for a career, you can absolutely do that.
1: Lena, I love that you're touching on how your business can be scalable based on your family's needs, if you if you need more income that month, and that's such a flexible option in Premier Designs. And I know you personally use bookings to your advantage to really scale your business and change it up. Tell us a little bit about how you you know use bookings and relationships to really scale your business.
0: I love my hostesses. And one of my goals in my business that really creates the consistency is... I do a show with my hostesses every year. So, for example, let's say as a new jeweler, you have a hostess every month. So you have 12 hostesses in a year. And when you go to those shows, you're going to book a new show and you're going to rebook the hostess for the next year. Well, the next year you're going to have 24 shows. And then you're going to rebook those hostesses and replace that show. So really the consistency part is developing those relationships with the hostess. We're friends on Facebook. We participate in um, each other's lives. I want to know what's going on with them. You know, I will text them if something's going on in their life, like a baby, I'll send get, you know, a little something. So it's really about investing in them. And I'm grateful that, I had Premiere because during the 13 years I've been in Premiere, the first five, I was in Tennessee, where we're originally from. And then we uh, moved to California almost seven years ago. So I had to restart my business, uh, the retail side. And thank goodness for Premiere, because really what that allowed me to do was to meet people. And a lot of those hostesses are my friends now. So it really created not only income for my family, but also a support system and friendships for me. So I love my hostesses and they really are the heart of my business. And I'm very active in my VIP group with them. And we do lots of fun stuff in there. Um, Right now we're doing March Madness and kind of a battle of the bling. So, um, you know, sometimes it's not always about jewelry, you know, and you've probably heard this a million times jewelry is our product but people
1: are our business and um,
0: that's really my motto
1: I love that and I have to say we're doing a March Madness bracket on the marketing team right now which has been really entertaining but (laughs) I would much rather be on battle of the bling that sounds way more fun (laughs) it is it's a lot of fun it is Um, but as far and to touch on like how
0: to keep those bookings going You know, you you, because we have the freedom, we have our own jewelry businesses. If you need more bookings, you have the freedom to create your own specials. So a lot of the times if I know, you know, I need to do X amount of shows and I make sure I have those bookings. So I know every month I want to do six to eight jewelry shows. So if I only have five jewelry shows, maybe the next time when I go to the show, I offer the top selling item, at a discount so that I can fill my calendar. So I I do think for new jewelers, when you begin your business, decide what you need premier to do for you and then stick to that. And that's what I've always done. Um, when we first started, I only needed to make $400 a week to continue to stay at home. So I knew then 13 years ago that I needed to do two shows a week. And so pretty much I've continued to do that all these years, two shows a week, because that was my routine. That's what we needed. So once you find out what you need, you can create specials for your shows to fill those gaps when you need them. I also like to uh, give my hostesses the coil bracelets that are um, in the incentive site. People really love those. They look great with all the bangles because, you know, arm parties are super in. So, you know, you can throw it in with your arm party. So it's really about looking at your business and deciding what do you need to do to make it happen.
1: I love that. I, I love the the words that you said. Were decide what Premier needs to do for you, and then you break it down. It's a strategy, right? So you're you're looking at it, going, how do I achieve what I know I need my business to provide? Which is amazing. I love that you also touched on repeat hostesses, Lena, and I know that's been a big part of you building your business in the last twelve years. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, I know many jewelers listing may go, okay, that's great. How does she actually do that? How does she take a hostess that's booked and then book her for the next year? Like can Can you give us some insight into what that looks like?
0: Well, a lot of my hostesses have their months. Like they know, um, you know, October is their month to have a show. So their friends know it's our yearly thing. So, you know, when we send out invitations, the fourth annual October stop and shop, you know, so that's one way I do, but also, you know, you can give them an incentive To book the next year, Uh, you know, maybe uh, 50% off every month, a 50% off item every month when they rebook. But a lot of it is just me staying in contact with them. You know, when new jewelry comes out, I'll send them a link and say, hey, girl, tell me what your top favorites are, and, you know, offer them a special. And then as it gets closer to the time when they usually have their show, I'll say, Hey, girl, your month's coming up. Let's go ahead and get you on the calendar. And sometimes they'll go ahead and book. But really, it's all about follow up and staying in touch. That is the key with any business. When you are in sales, you're in control of directing that conversation. So, keeping up with them and following up and and engaging with them, Creating those relationships—that's really the key to getting them to continue to book each year.
1: How fun that you're making it an annual event and marketing it that way. It really becomes such an expectation that it's the second annual, the third annual event for your hostess. That's really fun and probably really involves her customers and her friends in a really unique way.
0: Right? They know when they—they they know they when it's time. It's their time to shop. All their friends are like, "Oh yeah, girl, I've been saving up. It's our time."
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, Lana. Now you've been in business for over 12 years, and I'm sure that's been full of so many different turning points. But does a specific turning point kind of come to mind that you just remember and reflect back on and know that that made a big difference in your business? Could you tell us about that?
0: Um, yes, it was a significant event in our lives when we moved from Tennessee to California, not knowing anyone. And really, and I share this at my shows because. I restarted my business in California with two people. And from those two people, since I've been here, I average 80 to hundred shows a year. And how that happened was one was my real estate agent. And I said, you know what, if we're going to buy a home with you, I really need you to help me get my business restarted. And will you do a jewelry show? And of course she was like, yes. And then another what just happened to be a mutual acquaintance of someone we knew in Tennessee that used to live literally one minute from where we lived and her neighbor still lived there. And her kid was the oldest, was the same as my oldest and we're going to go to the same school. So it just kind of all came together, but really what I think if premier wasn't such a quality product and the hostess plan is really what m- drew people to booking with me and the jewelry. Because all I said to the mutual friend was, oh, I have a jewelry business and um, I'm running out to do a jewelry show. Can I call you back? Because she And she said, oh, well, what kind of jewelry do you, do you sell? And I said, well, it's Premier Designs. And she said, well, i never heard of it. I said, oh, I'd love to tell you about it. You know, I'm going to get restarted when I go to California. And she said, oh, well, I'll do a show for you. And that was it because it's jewelry. You know, <laughs> women love jewelry, and we—she'd never heard of it. And the quality, the product, and our versatility is really what women love. Nobody does versatility like Premiere. And when women see the value in that, really, that's what opens the doors. It's jewelry, and then you get the hostess plan in there, and they're hooked.
1: Exactly. I don't know a single woman that doesn't want to look and feel stylish. And jewelry is the finishing touch on helping us do that, right? And so it's it's a visible product. It's fun. You don't have to overthink it. And I love It's like when we remember that jewelry is so much fun and getting women together. That's really what it all comes down to.
0: Yeah. And at my shows, I really do try to have fun because that's what women will remember is fun. But I also try to give them useful information that they can easily apply at home because that's what they remember you know we all know why we love jewelry because it's pretty but most don't know why we should wear jewelry and once they understand the why to it it connects the love of the jewelry to the know-how of the jewelry and um that is where, you know, that's the impact. Once you know why to wear it and how to wear it, they
1: leave knowing and they can do it themselves. And it also places so much value on you being their jeweler, right? I mean, that you're you're gluing their pro- their love of the product with the value that you bring as their personal or their favorite jewelry lady, right? So that is so important. I love that you touched on that.
0: Yeah, because they'll call me sometimes and be like, This I have somewhere I need to go. I don't have anything to wear. Can I come over? Or, you know, I forgot how to wear this necklace. And, you know, we'll do a little FaceTime. Uh, So, yeah, it's really about showing them that you have the knowledge, you are the expert and and they trust that. Once you tell them the information, I talk a lot about creating the view. You know, when you don't wear jewelry, the focus is on your everything. And I don't know about you, but I don't want the focus on my everything. And so (laughs) I talk about, you know, wearing the three pieces, earrings, necklaces, and bracelets, and creating the view. And once I tell why you should wear those three pieces, it's like it clicks with them and they remember the little funny things I say, you know, they'll text me sometimes and be like, I have my VNU necklace on. I remembered, you know, so I connect it with funny things because people remember fun and funny. And, um, and I, you know, of course, laughter too, and they want to create that. That's one reason why people book is because if you're having fun, then you want to create that same environment for your girlfriends. So
1: that adds to the bookings too. Absolutely. and really that's what I mean I love that you're adding that value to them, pairing the jewelry and and helping them in that way. but really what you're doing is that's the becoming the foundational building block of building that relationship with them which you talked about earlier. So it's all full circle, it seems. that's awesome. Absolutely. Well, Lena, I know that you obviously are successful in your business. Have there been any specific tools, whether something Premiere offers or otherwise, that you've just found to be a help, whether it's something from, I don't know, managing your calendar or just anything, you know, what, what are some of the tools that on a practical level that you think have helped you be successful?
0: I would say the jewelry, you know, like I said, versatility, nobody does versatility like Premiere and also the hostess plan. Um, because there isn't any other company out there that rewards their hostesses like premier. It is worth their time to get their girlfriends together. 30% of your sales in free jewelry up to eight items at half price. I mean, it's like hitting the jewelry lotto. Okay. <laughs> so I would say those two things most definitely drive my business Um, And also the freedom we have, um, you know, to make our own specials and, you know, sometimes run specials alongside with what Premiere offers. They're very good about, you know, trying to help us like the marketing team, you know, helping us drive our businesses to, I always feel like we are a priority.
1: I love that you touched on the hostess plan being one of your most important and effective tools. You know, I don't know that many jewelers think of the hostess plan being a tool, but it really is. You're exactly right. I mean, and it's so generous. And so I love just that reminder that that's always there for our jewelers. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And most of the time, I mean, every time I do a show and I tell my hostesses, this is even after almost 13 years, you know, this is how much free jewelry you're getting. And I tell them ahead of time, you know, and they go, oh, okay. And then when I tell them, they're like, what? <laughs> you can't believe it. It's still, you know, and that's, and why would you not continue to host shows every year when the new lines come out? Because, you know, once you've experienced that, I mean, most women never get to go on a jewelry shopping spree, you know, and pick out $250 in jewelry, you know, just because, you know, that's something that, a lot of women, especially nowadays,
1: don't get to do for themselves. And I love that you're remembering that that's what you get to offer them. And when you believe in what you're offering them, which it really is a treat, it really is a shopping spree for jewelry. That's so important, right? Because it makes it easier, I would imagine, to talk about it and to offer it because you know it's a level of service you're able to provide. I don't know anybody that wouldn't want some free jewelry, girl. That's right. <laughs> Amen. Period. Paragraph. We're done. That's a wrap, right? <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Lana, you've really kind I've already touched on this, but just in case you have anything else, we would love to hear it. You know, how do you really plan your calendar for each season or business of life? We've talked about scaling it up, scaling it down, but is there anything you've learned over your 12 years that, you know, you just know makes it a little bit more seamless for you to do that? I
0: think a lot of it goes down to having a no matter what attitude. That's big. No matter what, I need to hold, you know, six to eight shows every month. So, you know, I know no matter what, I'm going to do that. So a lot of it does go into your attitude. But back to when you start your business, you really need to know what you need your business to do for you. So if you need an extra $500 a month, look at your shows and do the average. You know, How many shows do you need to do based on your average to get to that and stick to it? Um, because consistency is key and another thing I do is you know I and this is for sales across the board usually it takes five contacts to make the sale or to get to the answer you know the yes because you know people all have priorities and sometimes you know you're not the top number one priority at that time. So it might not be a good time to, to do a do- jewelry show. And so a no is not always a no to me. I always say, would it be okay, you know, for me to contact you when the new line comes out or when Premier has their new special? And Usually the answer is always yes. So unless they say no, never contact me, which has never happened. When I have a no, I always follow up and say, would it be okay if I contact you with the next special? Or is there a month that might work better for you? So no's you know, don't just stop there. Keep going because usually they do want to do a jewelry show. It's just finding the time for them that's right with what they have going on in their lives. So, no matter what attitude, and always doing that follow up question of, can I contact you? You know, and you can make up your own special too. So, um, but I believe those two things a no, you know, I will say, is that a no, not right now or no
1: forever? You know, it's okay to ask that and they'll tell you. Exactly. And you know, I love that you're clear you're really just clarifying. What does that no really mean? Does that mean not right now? Does that mean not ever? And I love that in your twelve years of experience it's never been not ever, right? So clarifying that no and and that may come with confidence, you know, as your confidence grows as a jeweler, being able to ask that question on, does that really mean no? Or does that really mean, you know, a little bit later on down the road and, and getting that permission to follow up with them. That's so smart. And that's a level of service really that you're providing to them. So I love that. Yeah. And it's okay.
0: People don't mind you, you know, Hey, I'm just going to keep you in the loop. Here is what's coming now. Um, is now a good time, you know, and that, and they, and they can respond. No, not right now. Okay. I'll, you know, get back in touch with you the next go around, you know, and they respect that.
1: Absolutely. Well, Lana, you certainly sound like you've got it all together, girl. I got to be honest. But, you know, looking back when you started as a brand new jeweler, if you could give yourself any piece of advice, like to go back and do it all over, is there anything you would tell yourself that you've learned through the years? Um, I think I would have started
0: Premiere 20 years ago because I, <laughs> I love
1: Premiere. <laughs> I would
0: say, girl, this is going to be better than you could have ever imagined. And you know, have that no matter what attitude, and you will succeed. I love Premier, and I, I think it's been the greatest blessing for us and our family. And um, there's just not a company out there like Premier. And I'm just grateful, grateful that I found it.
1: Oh, I love that that's your heart. And I think all of us agree. Anyone who's ever experienced our company, it's like we just wish our only wish is that it could have happened earlier for us. Right. So I completely agree. We are soul sisters on that for sure. I get it. I'm sure everyone listening to the Chic Space gets it too. We all relate to that. It's been wonderful and we'll continue to be that way. OK, so as we wrap up um, our podcast, our time together, we always ask everyone who's a special guest some these five fun questions that really just kind of get to know, um, we get to know you a little bit better through them. Are you ready? Oh, I love it. I love a little fun. Let's do it. (laughs) The first one is the hardest. What is your favorite piece of jewelry? Oh, goodness. That is a hard one. Okay. I
0: would say cashmere because in every woman's jewelry box, they usually have three types of necklaces. Um, you know, an everyday, a trendy, and a statement. And cashmere gives you all three of those endless.
1: Ooh, love that. You're exactly right. I bet that's a top seller for you too.
0: Definitely. Yeah. And it's got the neutrals in it, so it goes with
1: everything in your closet. So I would have to
0: say cashmere. Love it. Okay, question number two. How do you drink your coffee? Well, I'm blonde, so I like my coffee just like my hair, blonde. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Love it. Okay, number three. What time do you wake up every day? 6.30 a.m. Love it. Okay, what's one thing you do, Lana, that gives you energy?
0: Oh, let's see. One thing I do that Well, I'd love to say exercise, but that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Um... You know, I think, I think probably girlfriends. You know, and and spending time with your family, and sometimes just going out to eat. Whether like every Sunday after church, we go out as a family for lunch, and that's one of my favorite times. So I think people. I get a lot of energy from people. Um, So like today, uh, when we get done, I'm doing a lunch with a jeweler. So I would say just spending time and with people is really one way I get my energy Um, and coffee.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Last question. What's one place to travel on your bucket list?
0: Mm, Let's see. I think I'd like to go to like Bora Bora or Bali, you know, because I think staying in
1: little huts on the ocean um, just seems fun. Of course. I, I don't think anybody's going to question that. Even if you're not a fan of the water, it's just too beautiful to pass up, right? That sounds amazing. Yeah. Well, Lana, we may have some uh, listeners of the Chic Space that would love to just reach out to you and ask you some follow up questions or maybe get a tip from something that you said. Is there an easy way for them to connect with you, maybe on social media? Oh,
0: absolutely. You can um, find me at Lana Prevet, your favorite jewelry lady on Facebook. And I'm also Lana Bling Queen on Instagram.
1: Awesome. Lana, thank you so much just for spending time with us today and sharing your experience, your wisdom and your love for Premier. We're so glad that you were with us today.
0: Thanks for having me. I had a great time. Thanks for joining us today. For more stories about enriching lives and training tips for growing your business, subscribe to the Chic Space Podcast.